This is the Dairy Download, brought to you by EverAg Insights and the International Dairy Foods Association, where we offer extra-sharp market and policy insights on dairy. I'm your host, Phil Plord. Kathleen is not with us today, so we have a special fill-in guest co-host, fellow EverAg Dairy Market Specialist, Katie Burgess. Welcome, Katie. Hey, Phil. Excited to join you today. On today's episode, we are focusing on the Super Bowl. On Sunday, February 11th, the Kansas City Chiefs will square off against the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. It's a big food day, and our two guests offer some color on how cheese companies prepare for the big game. We'll get to that in a moment. First, here's a rundown on markets as of Tuesday, January 30. Block cheddar cheese is at 165 per pound, up 10% on the week. Barrels are at 153, up 5%. Butter has been the real noisemaker, with prices at $2.80 per pound, up 10% to the highest level since November. And finally, non-fat dry milk is at about $1.23 per pound, up 3%. All right, Katie, it's your time to shine. What's the most important thing right now in your opinion? Phil, building on what you said about higher cheese prices over the past week, to me, the most important watch factor has been cheese exports. The U.S. cheese has been the cheapest in the world since December. It does sound like that's starting to translate into some sales. But while we hear about some business being booked, it sounds like we're still running into trouble for longer-term deals. New Zealand is still mighty competitive on some of that six-month or longer type stuff, so it doesn't sound like we're winning as many of those sales. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, you know, uneven at best. I mean, you know, the prices are right. It's hard to know how the deals are getting done. We hear different things. The market's behaving a little bit like it's happening, but it's not convincing, right? It's definitely touch and go out there. We had a little bit of a false start a couple weeks ago, so waiting to see how much follow through is there this time. Speaking of touch and go, I think the most important thing right now for me is the China economic situation. By all measures, China's kind of a mess. Uh, And last week, we saw some admissions as much when the government unrolled three or four different stimulus measures, trying to pump up the volume in the economy, lowering interest rates, changing some rules. You have a major, major property company situation where one big one collapsed again yesterday, filed for bankruptcy or liquidation. Uh, Lots of middle-class households are caught up in that. Uh, The post-COVID Recovery really hasn't happened, and China's really been quiet on the global stage in terms of commodities, including dairy commodities. And that's really, it's really been a a drag on the overall commodity world. And so I think this China situation, I'm not sure there's contagion risk or if it can spin out of control further, but China's not good, and that is, generally speaking, not bullish uh, for commodities. Okay, stat of the week, Katie. What's your stat of the week? My stat of the week is 13 million pounds. That is how much the latest cold storage report showed that butter inventories declined during the month of December. Normally during December, we start to see butter inventories grow as the holiday demand wraps up, butter churns get busy. But this year, those inventories actually went down. I don't know if that was people going hand to mouth looking to restock, maybe just not as much cream for the churns at that point. But Whatever it was, it was the largest decline in butter inventories since 2003. And so this week, buyers are anxious, seeing that the building season got off to a slow start, coming off of record high 350 butter last year. 
So this week, that's what's pushed prices up to the 280 mark in butter. How about you, Phil? Yeah, I'm going to go with a number that's close to 13 million. It's actually my number of the week is 12.5 million. And according to various sources on the internet, that's the number of pizzas that get sold on Super Bowl Sunday. One of the biggest pizza days of the year, one of the biggest cheese days of the year. And so we love pizza. We love it on Super Bowl Sunday. 12.5 million pies moving into our kitchens and living rooms on February 11th. You're here, so you might as well make a fearless prediction, Katie. What's your fearless prediction? Well, Phil, today is an exciting day. It is the one time per year that USDA tells us how many heifers are expected to enter the herd in the next 12 months. So for me, I predict the number will come in below 2.7 million head, which would be the lowest in more than 20 years. Where did all the cows go? That number has been trending lower. We've been crossbreeding with beef. The high cattle prices are incentivizing some dairy animals to move to the feedlot. So I think it's going to be a low number this year. My fearless prediction is around butter, which is almost the same thing as saying a wrong prediction or a dangerous prediction. It's more than that than fearless. But I think that we will not likely see the butter market get to $3 per pound over the next 30 days. It feels like we might be at a mini peak right here. We'll see what happens. I could be wrong by the time this airs on Friday morning. We'll see. But I, I think that we maybe run, we've, we've put the risk premium in the butter market. I'm not sure we need all that much more. But eh, again, that might be more of a dumb prediction than a fearless prediction. All right, Phil, let's get to our first guest. We are pleased to welcome Aaron Price to the show. Aaron is Senior Vice President of Marketing at Sargento and has extensive experience in strategic planning, marketing, communications, and brand management for consumer goods, and has previously held roles at companies such as General Mills and Johnson & Johnson. Aaron, welcome to the Dairy Download. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Aaron, the Super Bowl is almost upon us. This time of year means gatherings and recipes to help make game day fun. On your website, Sargento has a whole game day seasonal recipe section. Which is your favorite of those recipes? Yeah, we take cheese and Super Bowl recipes very seriously here at Sargento. Um, We've got everything from dips to grilled cheese shooters to various appetizers, nachos, anything you could want. Personally, I'm a big fan of our spinach artichoke dip. Um, That's a treat that my family loves. We don't have it that often, um, but it's definitely something that always brings a smile to my kid's face. Okay, wait a second. Grilled cheese shooters? I I must confess that I haven't looked at the site. I'm going to now. What is a grilled cheese shooter? It is a very, very fun recipe. Um, Imagine little shot glasses of a rich tomato soup along with little fingers of a grilled cheese sandwich that are perfect for dipping, having a warm bite of gooey, yummy, melty grilled cheese. And then you take the shot of tomato soup afterwards. Okay, that, that is a five-star uh, game day special. It is well worth your time to Google it, Phil. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. It is, that is impressive. <laughs> Highly recommended. Highly recommended. So what are some of the products that Sargento offers that consumers use most in the recipes? And what can be enjoyed as standalone snacks for these events? Well, you know, we have all different forms of 100% real natural cheese, um, from shredded cheese, sliced cheese, cheese sticks. I'd have to say, you know, overall, um, 88 million pounds of cheese is going to be consumed 
on Super Bowl Sunday in various recipes. A ton of that obviously is in the shredded cheese area. And again, a lot of those recipes we were talking about are perfect for our natural shredded cheese. Um, however, we can't forget about slices. And the Super Bowl is actually the second highest occasion for grilling, second only to the 4th of July weekend for grilling burgers and grilling out. Now, it's sort of Wisconsin legend, but you know, I've always heard it said that if the Packers advance far in the playoffs, cheese sales do better. Do you have any conclusive evidence of that, or is that just is that just rural myth? That is, in fact, true. Within the state of Wisconsin, um, we would be able to provably point to higher cheese sales um, when the Packers are in the playoffs versus years when they are not. There you have it. And I will say the idea of grilling during the Super Bowl is a little foreign to me. I mean, probably to you as well. There's usually snow on the ground and it's way too cold to be thinking about grilling. Absolutely. When I heard that fact at first, I really didn't believe it because my Wisconsin roots and my Wisconsin bias was definitely showing because there ain't no way we're grilling at my Super Bowl party this year or any year. Um, but I have to remember, not everyone lives in a Wisconsin winter zone. Um, so there are plenty of people that have a burger, a burger craving for Super Bowl. <laughs> so I'm curious, what are some of the different consumer trends you notice around game day? You know, it's super interesting, again, the recipes that consumers are um, making to, to consume with their family and friends. We know that over half of Americans will be at a Super Bowl party this year. And so it's really interesting every year to take a look on our website, what are the most downloaded recipes? And this year we're seeing a really big trend toward dips, actually. Um, sort of in the indulgent, the creamy, the rich, the melty, ooey gooey dips. I mentioned the spinach artichoke, which is my personal favorite, but obviously the queso, the cheesy bean dip, um, and the buffalo chicken dip, which is actually the number one this year in America, uh, is the most searched recipe right now is a buffalo chicken dip. That's one way buffalo makes it to the Super Bowl, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, you know, when I think about football games, wings are always number one and buffalo chicken dip. That is a, that's a big seller around, uh, around these parts. If you don't have the opportunity to make wings, make some chicken, chicken wing dip. Absolutely. Don't even get your fingers sticky. That's another benefit. I know the hardest part is choosing what chip and what level of spice for, uh, and obviously what cheese you're going to use in, in the chicken wing dip. Well, I, any cheese goes well with it. So I feel like that's the easy part of the decision. But yeah, the spice level can be very controversial. I'll give you that. It, it, it certainly can be. Well, the Super Bowl is also no, noteworthy for being one of the most viewed TV events of the year in the U.S. What are some of the key opportunities for marketing Sargento's products around game day? Absolutely. We spend a lot of time, again, focusing on recipe content. Um, we really want to be present in the food that brings the consumers together around the big game. And so we spend a lot of time with our, our content creators on our social media channels, on our website, as we mentioned, um, making sure that we have tons of recipes and ideas for grilling and appetizers and dips and grilled cheese sandwiches and grilled cheese tomato soup shooters and and making sure we have all of those out there with consumers. Sargento just celebrated its 70th year as a company. Can you tell us about some of the innovations Sargento's developed over its history? And how are you planning on staying on the cutting edge now and in the future? Yeah, innovation is something that is so core to the Sargento culture and way of working. I mean, going way back to our founder, Leonard Gentine, 
Um, you know, he he really focused on innovation. He was an entrepreneur at heart. And a lot of people don't know this, but Sargento was actually the very first brand to sell pre-shredded um, cheese, natural cheese in the dairy case. And um, we were the first ones to innovate, putting the zipper, the reclosable zipper on the slice packaging. And even more recently, we've come up with innovations such as balanced breaks that allows consumers to enjoy cheese whenever and, and wherever they choose. Um, and we have some really exciting innovations coming um, in just a few weeks later in Q1 of 2024. Um, so we're very excited for that. I can't quite talk about it just yet, but we're very excited for what consumers are going to see. Aaron, Kathleen and I have had the privilege of interacting with people from Sargento for many, many years. It's a, it, it seems like a special company. Uh, tell us a little bit about the culture of Sargento. You mentioned uh, the founders and, and what lives on today and, and talk about working at Sargento and what that means. Absolutely. You know, our founder, Leonard Gentine, had a saying. He always used to say, hire good people and treat them like family. And that is 100% something that carries through to this very day. Um, it's really special to work for a company that treats its employees like family and to have a culture where that is really celebrated. Uh, we're always striving to be innovative. Our vision is to be the most innovative, best loved real food company. Um, and it's so great to work for a family that that supports that in everything that they do. And that's what's kept me here for 16 years. Well, Erin, thank you so much for sharing your insights and joining us on the Dairy Download. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great being here. Let's get the perspective from another cheese company. We are pleased to welcome Elena Umanskaya to the show. Elena serves as the Vice President of Marketing for Lactalis Heritage Dairy, where she currently works on marketing and driving consumer engagement for the Kraft Natural Cheese, Cracker Barrel, Breakstones, and Knudsen brands. Lactalis Heritage Dairy is part of Lactalis USA, which offers an unrivaled collection of dairy brands enjoyed in homes across the U.S. Elena has over two decades of sales and marketing experience and holds a degree in marketing from Central Asian University. Elena, welcome to the Dairy Download. Thanks for inviting me. Well, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. A lot of people hold gatherings or watch parties and serve quite the spread for family and friends around the Super Bowl. What are some of the craft brands products that you find are most popular around game day? Well, Lactalis has a wide variety of delicious crowd pleasers, and it's truly up to you how far you want to take it. From simply dairy favorites uh, for your hot applications, if you are up to it, as craft natural shreds. This actually comes handy right now as we launch craft signature shreds, which deliver restaurant-like experience, which I'm very happy to be announcing uh, today because you have to look for it, and it comes perfect for the melty and cheesy application in whatever you want to make with that uh, for the game day. So it's milky dairy flavor, better melt and stretch. I highly recommend to look for it at shelves. Or keeping it simple and impressive, go for Cracker Barrel cheese board and make it your super board Sunday. I'd advise to have Vermont White Cracker Barrel Cheddar and new craft flavor fusions. So that's uh, the blocks with the spices in it, which is yum yum. Well, and actually that is my go-to and suits any occasion, including Game Sunday. So what is your favorite recipe or game day food? 
you know, I'll stick to the cheese board probably as long as I can get my vermont white block that I cut some fruit and nuts on it. And then if you have some flavored cheese, I mean, with spices in it, you can, uh, you can, you can get it all done and uh, satisfy not only yourself, but uh, those that you love and will, will join you watching the game. I've heard a lot of people talking about, oh, I've, I've found this new recipe for chicken wing dip, which here in the Buffalo area, we've been making chicken wing dip for what seems like 10 or 15 years on a, on a regular basis. So it's amazing that that trend is finally finding its way across the rest of the U.S. But I'm curious, what are some of the different consumer trends that you're starting to notice around football games? Uh, that is a fun question to answer because Super Bowl is a huge event. It's all about joy of gathering, the energy of the crowd, right? The sense of belonging. It touches a lot of social sensors of a human being, I think. And when it comes gathering, it comes in food. Um, interesting that uh, statistical data in 2022, I think, showed that spends on Super Bowl parties were about $15 billion, so about $79 per adult person. Super Bowl fans are over-indexing in multiple categories, speaking of food and recipes. So, well, beer comes in here, of course, but then dining and snacks. So when we talk dining and snacks, here we are with Lactalis portfolio. And in fact, this year we expect that 20 million pounds of cheese will be consumed, which is quite impressive. So we we do have a bunch of recipes, and that's your hot mac and cheeses. That's your, you know, wings, of course, there, but with a twist where you can use some nice cheeses to make it uh, to make it fun. Dips, okay, deep uh, dips uh, are there for sure. So we're preparing something, you know, that we're going to be featuring also this season. But consumers are big. I mean, snacking uh, is huge. Snacking overall, and that's perfect fit for us too. That's a pretty big number of cheese. Did you say 20 million pounds of cheese expected to be consumed? That would include cheeses that are going into those dips, that's going onto a fun chicken wing recipe, but also pizza. I'm sure pizza is a pretty big piece of that pie. Pizza is huge. I mean, pizza is overall huge uh, in the U.S., right? It's uh, If you look at the top seven, ten recipes that Americans would use on the, for their daily routine, so pizza will be among top five. Not only is the Super Bowl great for gatherings, but there are a lot of people in the U.S. that watch it. What opportunity does this present for marketing Lactalis's various brands? Well, Super Bowl is the biggest day of the year for viewers and advertisers. This is a fact. Fans are just are excited to watch the commercials. 89, I think, to 90% as they are excited to watch the game itself and halftime show. So this is pretty cool because Super Bowl also shows growth against younger demographics and within streaming. I think it was 7 million streams last year and it was a record, which I bet will be beaten in February. Now, imagine all the opportunities it provides for the brands to connect with consumer. And here are some interesting facts. National research data shows that 87% of respondents say that commercials in the Super Bowl set the tone for a buzz for a brand for a long time after the game. About 40% said they've become brand fans because of Super Bowl. And I mean, all the commercials that have been uh, aired there. And 56% said they have deepened connection with the brand, which is quite cool. So what I like a lot is the opportunities to engage with consumer during the whole period prior to the game. Because again, it's not necessary that you'll be spending up to 7 million or 7 million plus for the, you know, 30 seconds during the, the, the game day. 
but so it becomes something that is important for the consumers prior to the game Sunday, which allows you to create fun things and interact with the consumers. So we have prepared delicious super boards with Cracker Barrel cheese brand and influencers that will be featuring in media in February, allowing you to build impressive boards as fast as within 15 minutes. We do have some fun recipes with Craft too. And again, we work hard to make sure that social media, YouTube can feature all these beautiful things that consumers can try for themselves. Do you find a lot of traction on the social media front of people Googling or looking up on TikTok uh, or YouTube different recipes ahead of Super Bowl, and that's where they come up with a lot of their inspiration? Yes, we do see a lot of traction and engagement, which again, I think people just are much more open to interact, much more open and involved, and they look for something fun. A lot of humor is, is out there too. People are open, so you just need to find a way to unlock that connection uh, moment to be created, and so then you can maintain the relationships. As we talk about watch parties and the ways people come together around food during this time of year, I was curious about an ad campaign that Kraft released a few months ago, Kraft Together. Can you tell us a little bit about the campaign and other ongoing campaigns that are especially relevant to the Super Bowl? Well, thanks for asking about it because Kraft Together is very close to my heart since it's our first Kraft baby at Lactalis Heritage Dairy and it is so special. First year of Kraft Natural Cheese acquisition by Lactalis was the first post-COVID year, and uh, we wanted to bring it back home. So COVID time clearly proved that there is nothing else as precious and priceless than spending time with your loved ones. Joy of togetherness is something we deeply value and something that Kraft Natural Cheese helps you embrace in a delicious way every day. So this is the theme. This is the motto. And again, it resonates personally with me big time. So we put a lot of, you know, soul and hearts into creating this. And I think it's it's perfectly spot on as uh, we launch it and we see some impressive uh, results in engagement and, and, and appreciation by consumers. Well, Lactalis, you do have a plant in Buffalo. And as someone who resides outside of the Buffalo area, as our listeners well know, are there other ways that Lactalis and uh, Lactalis Heritage Brands are interacting with football throughout the season? Good question. Well, you know, I mean, we uh, we connect with Bills in Buffalo. That is true. Uh, but also we have plants in uh, in other states like Boise, Idaho. And I think now we're getting uh, close to be connecting with their team as well. So we try to be out there for community, with community. Uh, sport is a big deal. I think it's way much more than sport. As I, as I told you, it's about this joy of togetherness and being part of community is important for Lactalis. So with, uh, um, with our ability to bring something for the joyful moments together, we're happy to do this and we'll continue. Well, Elena, we really appreciate you joining us on the Dairy Download and sharing some of the new and exciting things that are that are happening at Lactalis Heritage Brands and some of the ways that consumers can interact with your cheeses and different products heading into the Super Bowl. Thank you, Gadlin. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. That's a wrap for today's show. Thanks to Katie Burgess for filling in today. As always, we want to thank our production team, Matt Herrick, Mariah McKenzie, Michael Gooden, and Andrew Jerome at IDFA, and the Insights team over here at EverAg Insights. If you're interested in what Katie and I do for our day jobs, check us out at ever.ag. 
Remember, if you enjoy the show, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening to the Dairy Download. Until next time, stay sharp. Stay sharp.